Right, hello and welcome to the Final Whistle podcast. My name is Harry McBain and joining myself and Bobby Addison today is boxer Joshua Frankham. Um, we're going to be talking about England, Aguero and much more so, so make sure you give this one a listen. Um, so thanks for joining us, Josh. Uh, how are you doing? Thank you. Yeah, I'm doing good. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me on the show. Right there, got a call coming through. Oh. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's always someone calling. Uh, yeah, I'm good. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on. Um, I've been all right. I've been good. Thanks, good. sir. Thanks for coming on. So, um, Bob, we'll start with you. Uh, what did all you right. make of that international break? Um, and did it give you any confidence for the Euros this summer? Uh, I mean, I think as Harry Redknapp once said, like, it doesn't matter really how well we do in the uh, qualifiers because, like, if we can win all 10 games, then we'll go into the tournament and we rubbish. So, I think it was all right. Some of the games were a bit underwhelming, but. Apart from that, I mean, there's not really much more you could ask for. We won all the games. So, yeah, I think apart from that, there's not really much you could add on to it other than, you know, all right to get some good team selection in. And, yeah, I think it didn't go too badly, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and, Josh, we've got a strong, obviously got a strong batch of English players at the moment, some good young yeah. talent. Um, people are saying the best since, obviously, Gerard and Beckham, the people that are like called the golden generation, and they did absolutely nothing, generally down to poor usage. Um do you think that uh, Southgate could get the best out of this group of players, of personally him as a manager, or do you think that you know England will continue to disappoint on the in the major tournaments? Well, listen, they had us all going in the World Cup, didn't they? They had us all going. Mm. We was all we was all thinking it. Um, hopefully, listen, I don't know, I don't know. We've got a good enough squad, but like you say, we've always had, we've always had a decent squad. England's never had a really terrible squad, have they? They've always had a decent squad. Whether mm-hmm. it's going to the Euros or the Worlds, they've always had decent, you know. Um, but I think if we're gonna if we're gonna go and win a, a tournament this year, this this probably the best year to do it. To be honest with you. Mm. And Bobby, do you think that um, obviously there are a lot of other good teams at the moment? Obviously, France in the last World Cup were amazing. Do you think mm-hmm. this England squad's on on that level of team? Obviously, Germany's on a bit of a decline at the moment. They lost to Macedonia in the their yeah, World Cup. But do you think England are on that level? Yeah, I was shocked about that one. Yeah. Yeah, I think we definitely have yeah, I think we definitely have a good enough squad. I mean, if you look at it, I think we hundreds percent have the best players. I mean, we have some of the best uh midfielders in the uh, the Premier League. Obviously, you've got Harry Kane, one of the best strikers in the world, which pays me to say as an Arsenal fan, but you know, he is he is quite good. <laughs> but yeah, I do think, you know, France have a very good team. I mean, with all the players they've got, Mbappe especially, they're gonna obviously be in with a massive chance of bringing it home to their country. But I do think at this point in time, it's got to be the one where England really settle down and go, yeah, we're going to bring this home, lads. But then again, it is Southgate and you just don't know what he's going to do because he could just be playing five back every game and it could just go really poorly. But, you know, we'll see. I think, yeah, we definitely do have a good enough squad, in my opinion, anyway. Yeah. Um, they're one of the choices in selection from this from this set of matches, which surprised me, was Calvin Phillips playing all three qualifying matches um, I mean, Southgate obviously likes him. I have no clue why he was no. put in there for all three, because let's be honest, he did nothing um, apart from put maybe a defensive role. But they also played him and Declan Rice together, which when you why you're playing two defensive mids against San Marino is a bit confusing. But um, mm-hmm. did, Bob, do you think he deserved to be playing all three matches? Because it's not like he put in anything that like made him necessary in the next game uh i don't know i don't think he uh 
it, I think I have to agree with you on like it being a really weird decision because like obviously all the teams we played weren't amazing. Obviously, Poland was the biggest challenge, but I do find it weird to play two DMs, and I think obviously Declan Rice is the one you want to be playing more consistently. So yeah, I am with you on it being a bit weird and would have been more interesting to see some other players get more chances rather than him playing all three games. Yeah, and um, another, there were a few people that are left out, some because of injury, some not. Um, one person that was missed because of injury, Jordan Pickford in goal, and we had Nick Pope filling in for him through these three games. Um, mm-hmm. Who would you rather see, Josh? Would you rather see Pickford in goal or Pope in goal for the Euros? To be honest with you, I'd probably rather take Pickford. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I probably would. Yeah, I probably would. Because, listen, he didn't do a bad job in the World Cup, did he? No. You know what I mean? He didn't do a bad job. So, and he got the experience. I'd probably, I'd probably rather take him, to be honest with you, if it, if it was up to me. Who would you two rather take? Bob? I don't know. I, I, th- I definitely agree with your point. Because like, he did play really well in the last He'd done all right. He'd done well. He did. He, well. he kept us in it. Like, he made some yeah. great saves. And obviously in that, uh, the penalty penalty shootout, he was class. Obviously, yeah. yeah, he pulled yeah. us out of it. So that's what I mean. He's got that experience. You know what I mean? If he goes to penalties again, he's got that experience. So that's why mm-hmm. I probably would take him. Then the only reason that I would consider Pope is just because of, like, obviously recent form. We've seen that yeah. Pickford has a little bit, like, he's not Hipped been as good. No. Yeah, but I think I have to. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. I, I can't make my decision yet. I'm not sure. Well, I one think... player I think definitely should go is Luke Shaw. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. If you've been watching, it, listen. I'm a United fan. I've been watching a lot of United's games, and he's he's been our best player. Well, by far, I thought for the last mm-hmm. couple of months. Anyway. Yeah, he did really well in. Um... I can't remember. I think it was Albania when he started against, and uh, let's be honest, he did really well. So. I think him and Chilwell at left back would be good, two good options to take with us. Yeah. They're Definitely both sure ahead of Chilwell, though. I think he's, he's miles ahead of Chilwell. Yeah. 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 And um, some other selection problems was obviously Grealish missed out on these ones because he was injured. Um, do you think that he's, he's a must-go to the Euros considering how well he's done for Villa when he's not been injured, Josh? Definitely. I think I should take Grealish. He's a... He's a, he's a Tremendous player. Definitely should go, in my opinion, anyway. Yeah, and um, Jaden Sancho missed out on these qualifiers as well. Um, I don't think there is an injury involved there, but I think he just didn't get picked. Um, there's And there's rumours that Grealish and Sancho will miss out on the Euro squad um, because uh, Je- Southgate has been impressed with Jesse Lingard. Um, <laughs> uh, Bobby... What did you think when Lingard was playing in this international break? Because, he, I mean, in the first match, the one thing I can say is he was desperate for a goal because he was just constantly trying to yeah. score. No, I think, I mean, fair play, he got into the England team. And I get that he's gone to West Ham. And yeah, he's been very good. But we've had like the likes of Grealish, Madison, Harvey Barnes performing like consistently over the season. And now suddenly Jesse Lingard's come in, played a few games, and everyone's like, oh, just, just bin off all the other, stick him in the team. He's the best player that England's ever seen. It's like, I, I get he's good, but everyone's hyping him up so much. And I, I just think, yeah, a fair play. You play these three games. But for me, 100% Grealish has to play. Sancho has to play. And even Madison plays over Lingard for me just because of, like, you know, I just think he's generally a better player. But, you know, I'll probably get called out for this because everyone loves Lingard now, apparently. But, yeah, that's, that's my opinion. 
uh, yeah, do you think that Lingard should go to the Euros because of his form, Josh, or do you think that he's not done it consistently enough? Listen, I'm a I'm a United fan, and he wasn't he wasn't kind of you know obviously that's why he went to West Ham. But now, listen, what you have to think is who is the informed players? I know, listen, Grealish has been informed all season. I, I haven't watched much of Sancho. I haven't seen him at all, to be honest. Um, I don't know. I don't know. He's he's in form, so you can't you can't knock him. You know what I mean? If he's going to take this form over to the Euros and take him, but mm-hmm. I've seen it before with Jesse Lingard. You know what yeah. I mean? So uh, we'll see, won't we? We'll see. Yeah, it would be a gamble. And um, one of the players that's not been informed that didn't get it into the squad um, was Alexander Arnold. He'd he obviously that Liverpool not being not doing well at all this season. Um, And I think very deservedly didn't get into the England squad this year, uh, this year, this recent games. Um, I would think he would end up going to the Euros though, because just on quality, I guess, I know he'll probably take Kyle Walker, um, whether he takes Mm. Rhys James, because I think we had this this discussion a while ago, Bobby, about right backs for England. Obviously there's quite a few. Um, Wamba Saka has even said that he he doesn't get called up, then he will like represent the Congo instead because he knows he'll play. Um, yeah. Do you think? Do, who do you think should go? Do you think Alexander Arnold should go if, let's say, he continues the the current level that they're at, at the moment with Liverpool? I mean, it's really weird because obviously I was saying about form, and so is Josh as well. But I think just because of how consistently good he's been for the last three seasons, I think it would be a shame not to take Trent, obviously, because we know how good he can be. But I definitely think that you bring Walker as well, and in the bigger games, that you are going to, England going to be defending more, so like against France, I think you have to start Walker just because of his defensive ability. And then in the, I say smaller games, every, every game's big in a World Cup, but maybe in the teams that we're more willing to score against, like outscore, then you put Trent on the pitch just because, you know, he can make chances he can stick crosses in for Kane and, you know, that could be a decent outlet for us on the right-hand side. Mm. And Josh, you said you're a Man United fan, obviously Wan-Bissaka saying that he would choose to represent someone else. Do you think that's, you know, do you think fair enough? Because we've got so many good right-backs or do you think he deserves to be in that England team? Not yet. I don't think he deserves to be yet. He's played well this year for United. He's done all right, but he's just, he's not the finished, I know a lot of these young players are not, but he's just not the finished product yet. You know what I mean? He gets down that wing and he don't put a ball in. Yeah, I don't I think he's deserved to go yet. You know what I mean? He's a good... Listen, he's a good in-and-out defender, but I don't know. You get what I mean, then you get yeah. up that wing, putting a ball in, he isn't the best. So, um, no, I probably I probably wouldn't take one per second. Yeah. But he's and, done well this year. He's done very well. Yeah. And, and if we look outside of the, the senior squad, this the last few weeks, I think it was the under-21s Euros, um... England really didn't do very well. They got knocked out in the group stage, I think. They um, they won their last game. They lost the first two. They lost. They won the last one, but by not by enough goals. So they didn't progress. And people are calling for the manager, A.D. Boothroyd, to be sacked. Um, like, the team had Curtis Jones, hudson Adoy, so it's not as if he had a, a poor squad. Would that be a job if if it were to become available, Bobby? Do you think that maybe you try and get someone like Frank Lampard to do it because he's, 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 he's got a free job. Do you think that he would go to that? Because obviously Chelsea, he's going to have to take a step down somewhere, mm-hmm. but like he can get to work with young players. You know, he did that well at Chelsea. Um, and then it could help. Obviously we've seen England promoting Southgate from that role. 
Gusto, a possible England manager, would you see him do, being a good fit for the under-21s? Yeah, well, I do think, I mean, Frank Lampard obviously wants to do some sort of managing in his career. He wants to take somewhere, you know, it didn't work out at Chelsea. Well, I do think that that could be a decent role. You know, we've seen that he's progressed Mason Mount quite a lot as he uh, has a lot of trust in the young English players playing his team, along with uh, Tammy Abraham, who was, it was decent when he played under Lampard. Yeah, I do think it could actually be a decent role for him, to be honest, because obviously you've got a decent... So England has so much talent that a lot of the better players are even leaking down in the under-21 team just because they physically can't get into the top team. So I do think it would be uh, good for those players internationally and domestically is obviously going to benefit from having him as a manager just because you know the individual quality that he has but I do think yeah I think that is a role that he could take and it could make help him mature and then either he picks up a job at another club maybe in the Premier League or as you said Southgate sets down maybe have a bad Euro uh, Euros this summer and then Lampard takes over but you know have to see how it goes yeah and um I saw like earlier about jobs um, moving off topic from England and it going up to Scotland with Celtic. Um, Eddie Howe is currently the leading name to take over. Josh, do you think that he's he's good enough to take that job? Obviously, he did quite well at Bournemouth, but they're a different scale of team Celtic to Bournemouth, like support wise. I thought he'd done all right at Bournemouth. I thought I think he's a good manager. Um hard job to take at the minute so Rangers are on top aren't they Gerard's got them playing brilliant um, why not you know what I mean let him go and have a go up there whether he gets on well up there I don't know but I think he's a good manager mm-hmm. mm, definitely I think well, a lot of people are a bit sceptical just because it would be a very big job considering I think a lot of the behind the scenes people are leaving as well so it would be yeah. a complete rebuild but I guess we've seen that from him with his when he was at Bournemouth, he took them from right at the bottom and transformed them back up to taking them up the to the Premier League. League. So yeah. I guess that would be a good thing. Obviously, people are also saying Lampard for that. Um, I don't think Lampard would necessarily be a good fit for Celtic if they want to get directly back into it. I don't think he's got enough experience. Another job that people are saying Lampard could take over at is um, Crystal Palace. If Roy Hodgson... A lot of people reckon he might retire at the end of the season. He's obviously 73. Um, yeah. Sean Dyche also being linked. Um, Bob, do you think that could be a good alternative for Lampard? It's still Premier League level. It is a drop down from Chelsea, but it's a team that can be taken to the next level. Yeah, I mean, it's with the Lampard, it's hard to like figure out what he really needs to do because obviously Crystal Palace are a team that are like, where exactly are they headed? Like, what sort of directions they want to go? They have... Zaha and they've done very well to cling on to him for as many years they have and they've got a decent amount of goals out of him and you know good performances and things like that but I think as a club they probably need to figure out where they want to go because are they going to aim for European football which it doesn't look like that's going to be possible I think maybe bringing in Lampard it could be a saving grace or it could be you know like it could go badly because obviously we've seen he hasn't been fantastic at Chelsea he wasn't awful but he wasn't great but I think Crystal Palace could be a decent move for him because then it is bit lower standards obviously what they're asking him to achieve is going to be much lower than they did at Chelsea obviously he's got worst players so still sort of balances out in that way but yeah I do think it's not the worst idea for him it could be a decent move but it depends as you said before on whether he goes for that uh, England under 21s uh, role and if that ever arrives the opportunity. Mm. I've just uh, I've got it written down but I've also got a, a BBC Sport notification 
Um, mm-hmm. I'll start off with a story beforehand of it, though. Um, Sergio Aguero leaving Man City, um, being an amazing servant for the club, um, and obviously it being Man City and Man United being rivals. Um, will you be happy to see him go? Obviously, it's a bit less of a threat to face in the derby, yeah, Josh. I just read somewhere earlier, I think it was on Sky Sports, I think he said Chelsea were in the lead to get him, but I don't know whether he'd go to Chelsea or not. He said he wants to stay in the Premier League, but what a player he's been. He's been a brilliant player and what a striker. I remember him yeah, when he was at Atletico. I think it was the first time I saw him actually play properly was, I think he came on as a sub against Chelsea in the Champions League and he scored a free kick against them. Do you remember that, any of you? Uh, sort like, of, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, that was the first time I ever seen him play and I knew he was good then. But what a player he's been for City. Yeah. One in the league, didn't he? One in the league. Yeah. Um, many times, many times. Many times. <laughs> and there are people wondering what will happen with other transfers because obviously there was the whole thing of Messi leaving Barcelona this summer. He wanted the condition of joining City was Pep's there, Aguero's there. So if Aguero's not there, is that City basically going, we're not going for Messi because maybe mm. they've had negotiations and he wants too much money? But, um, do you think, Bobby, that's the end of that story if Aguero's going? Uh, I do think slightly. It's probably also based on the fact that, like, at the end of last season, City had, like, uh, they finished in Champions League, but their season came to a really bad end, especially losing to Leon in the Champions League. And I think Messi was sort of like a, maybe like a panic thing that the club went through. Like, oh, yeah, let's just get this done because it could be a big transfer. But maybe now, after they've brought the players in that they did, especially Ruben Diaz, and now they're actually like a pretty solid team, like they're playing very well. I reckon that they'll probably bin that idea off and just look to the future and, you know, go for Kane, which I've seen a lot of people think he could go there, or go for Haaland. Obviously, he's been a, a City fan for his life. His dad played for City, I think. So, yeah, I think they'll probably go for either of those two people. I do agree. I don't think that the Messi thing is actually going to happen anymore, if I'm honest. Mm. I don't think he'll ever leave personally. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I saw a story the other day and it was looking more likely that he will stay at Barcelona. Uh, I think they've just had their new presidential election. So they'll, they've obviously got a new man in charge at Barcelona who can maybe mm-hmm. maybe sort him out a deal to stay. Um, another person linked with Barcelona, as we just mentioned there, Erling Haaland, his representatives were meeting with the Barcelona president apparently um, at the end of last week. So It'll be interesting to see what happens there. And we've said they're linking with City. I think it would be very cool to see Harling at, Harland at City. I don't think um, yeah, Josh, as a Man United fan, would want Harland to go there. Um, this is the new singer. So I've just seen the notification. And Pep has said that City are unlikely to sign a striker in the summer. So, really? Does that mean they have faith in Jesus then? Is that mm-hmm. what they're going for? That's what I'm wondering. It was quite strange. Do they... Maybe they've had meetings with Harland and his agents. What, what will happen about that? Because that's quite strange, isn't it, George? Yeah, that is weird. I think, I think Harland will go either Madrid or Barca. Mm. You think so, yeah. Yeah, I think I read earlier on Sky Sports he was having talks with Barca and Madrid. So I think he'll be one of those two. Much mm-hmm. as I'd love to see him in the Premier League because I think he's top class. Yeah, but I don't yeah. think he'll end up in the Premier League. Yeah, no, Um Man United any and any sort of guts about him now. I think well listen, I don't think Cavani's gonna stay. I think Cavani's gonna leave, but he's done a good job. Yeah. I think they'd go for Harry Kane. Definitely. I'd go all out for Harry Kane if you can get him. Mm, That's right, what mate. we're missing. We're missing that in and out goal scorer, you know what I mean? 
No, yeah, I, I agree. I think Martial is a bit like he's too hit and miss. Hit and miss. Rashford, not the best finisher. No, yeah. You know what I mean? I, I'll go not a great player, but not a full-on striker. Player. Not a full-on striker. That's what I mean. We haven't got any now striker. And Cavani, he's done a brilliant job this year. Have you watched Cavani play this year? No, yeah. My friend Robbie, as we've said in many episodes before, he doesn't rate him at all. But I, I think he's actually like been fairly I think good he's done for you. Brilliant. Especially, yeah. especially his work rate as well. I think he's been brilliant this year. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he'll stay. And that means that opens the doors up for Kane. Definitely, I'll go and get Kane. And I think he'll leave as well. Because he's not going to be winning those trophies with Tottenham anytime yeah, soon. No. Yeah, I think I think Kane has. I think we said last week on our episode we said he's got to he's got to leave Spurs to achieve any sort of definitely like get any chance of winning anything. And yeah, they're not winning any trophies. We also, we also thought where where would he go realistically? Of we, we were saying about possibly going to Germany, but I would see him probably staying in England if he was to go somewhere. Maybe um, it would be interesting to see what what City uh, what uh, any clubs do to try and get Kane. Um, Harlan's agent Mino Raiola has maybe that's the reason he won't go to City because Raiola and Pep apparently don't get on very well. Um, yeah. So that could just like spoil the negotiations. And I was watching some stuff from Talk Sports the other day, um, and they were talking about whether Raiola. Well, apparently they don't get on with Raiola. Some of the presenters, but um, Re- UEFA is supposedly trying to get some like more rules in to try and reduce the influence that agents have on the game because obviously Raiola's massive like I'm yeah. sure came out saying that Pogba wants to leave wasn't it that yeah disrupting basically Man United um would you think this is a good idea to try and from UEFA to try and reduce the agent's influence Josh definitely definitely I would um I think who was it who said it was it Roy Keane I don't know I can't remember he shouldn't have come out and said that that was it, it wouldn't you know what I mean when when Fergie was about, if an agent would have done that, then you know what I mean? Mm. He yeah. shouldn't have done that. He should have come out and said that because it, it did. It, it disrupted the full squad. Mm-hmm. So um, they're having a bit too much to do with the agents now. And I think that would be that would be the perfect move if they could do something like that. Yeah. And obviously people were saying um, Haaland with Rola. I think people were saying Haaland would be better off maybe without him because now I think maybe Rayola got him the move to Dortmund Haaland's now arguably the best player in the world, if not like about to become. He doesn't yeah. really need him to to attract the big clubs. And mm-hmm. I think generally you can only be with an agent on like a two-year deal um, for footballers. So that might be coming nearer to an end, his deal with Raiola. So I think probably just bin him because he's not going to do the best for his career, necessarily going to be the best for the agent, isn't he? No, um, definitely not. Mm. And the next thing that I've got on here was a rumour that you'd be interested in, Josh. Pogba to Juventus has been coming out in the recent days with a possible swap uh, in there with Dybala. Would you like to see that happen? Uh, you see it time and time again with Pogba. He's a brilliant player. You can't knock him. But he's mm. very, there you, get, there you go, hit and miss. Mm. You know what I mean? Hit and miss. If he wants to play, he's the best player on the pitch. When he's not interested forget him um, but he's a brilliant player but I personally think he'll leave Dybala coming back our way I don't know I'd, I'd probably rather see Ronaldo come home it's, Maynard, it's, it's every Man United fan's dream yeah. to see Ronaldo come back um, I think with Dybala as well it's a bit pointless because that's just another attacking midfielder you and you don't really there need it pointless yeah. I'd love to see Ronaldo come back whether it will happen I don't know but um, 
I'll be awful there if they've got Pogba for Ronaldo. But then it's a big miss, Pogba, in that middle. Like I said, when he does want to play, he's brilliant. Mm. I yeah, guess. No, I agree. I guess maybe because Ollie kind of likes McTominay and Fred in there, it might it might be okay yeah. if Pogba. See, does. I'm not too keen on Fred at the minute. I'm, I'm just I, I don't know what it is with yeah. him. I'm just not too keen on Fred. Did you see the AC Milan game? I saw the highlights. Uh, no, of it. yeah, I saw the highlights. Just come on, done what he had to do. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Just you need when you let's, you need top players like that who can come on, make an effect, done. Mm-hmm. But um, Fred, I'm I, I'm not I'm not struck on him at the minute. He's done he's done all right this year, but I'm just I'm not too sure that he's a player for uh, our centre mid. Yeah. Mm. Um. So if we were to to think about that, obviously Ronaldo coming to Man United, maybe uh, I'm sure Juventus maybe wouldn't mind him going to reduce their wage bill. They might have to to in order to bring in Pogba because obviously he's going to want big money to come back. Um. Bobby, how would you how how scared would you be as an Arsenal fan uh, if you were facing a Man United team with uh, Cristiano Ronaldo in it now that he's at the level that he is now, considering he's a bit older? Oh, I don't know. Maybe when you have Ronaldo, you might be able to get some points off us. But maybe. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, having United, having Ronaldo, sorry, in the league uh, would be. I mean, it would be. I think it would bring a lot of. A lot of attraction back to the Premier League, and you know, just solidify that it is the biggest league in the world. But yeah, I think if you go in, it's it's a good thing. But you know, it's not it's not solving any problems, is it? It's just like a a short term no. thing. It's just like it's cool, but it's not like practical, if you know what I mean. Yeah, no, like you say, it wouldn't be. Uh, it's only be a, a couple of seasons, maybe a season, but I'd still want him back. Yeah. Maybe do like, obviously we've seen with Cavani and then Ibrahimovic a few seasons ago. Just that. That figure to maybe give United a bit more, a bit more. Yeah, attack. And hope that it brings you something yeah. home. Mm, maybe that could be the um, that could be the thing to get Ollie the P teacher his title um, that he's been chasing <laughs> this season to try and finally beat Man City. Um, <laughs> well, thanks, thanks, Josh, for coming on. It's been great talking Thank to you. Very much. Thank uh, you for having me on. Thank you to everyone uh, for tuning in today. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed. So make sure to, to put the alerts on so you'll never miss a new episode. Thank you. That was the final whistle.